For over 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. Don't forget to tune in next week for my wonderful co-host Dana Lake will be here sharing more information about health and wellness. So thank you all. Today, we've got a great show lined up. We're going to be talking about um, a really interesting nutrient that's very, very exciting, but more so than that, we're going to be talking about general concept of the body. We're going to be talking about mitochondria. Mitochondria is something that um, some people may or may not have heard of. It's what's called an organelle. And organelles are basically a name for tiny little organs. So we all know what our large organs of our bodies are. We have our stomach and our liver and our pancreas and our small intestine and large intestine and thyroid. And those are our organs. But when you study cell biology and you start breaking down the function of our body into the cellular level, we start looking at these little parts of the cell because each cell that's in our body has its own little system of organs. And we call those little baby organs organelles. Most people are familiar with the very commonly known organelle called the nucleus. That's where all of our DNA is housed and obviously provides the blueprint for how our DNA and our genetics are expressed. There's other very important organelles in the body. We have things called endoplasmic reticulum, which are these uh, places or these uh, areas in the cell where proteins are built and manufactured and put together. And we have another very, very important organelle in our cell called the mitochondria. Now, many people have heard of the mitochondria because it's oftentimes related to energy and everybody wants more energy. That's why our entire culture and our entire world is obsessed with Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and coffee and, you know, boosting energy because we run ourselves ragged and sometimes feel pretty tired. Well, instead of using things like stimulants, like coffee or sugar or other things to stimulate energy, what's oftentimes more beneficial is to stimulate our mitochondrial function because these are the things inside of our cells responsible for providing the energy that runs our cells. And there are ways, many ways, in order to support mitochondrial function. There are lifestyle approaches for supporting mitochondrial function. We know that exercise increases mitochondrial activity and increases the amount of mitochondria in each cell. So if you biopsy the muscle of somebody who's sedentary, you'll look at their muscle cells and find it has so many mitochondria. If you put that person on a vigorous exercise plan on a regular basis, after about four to six weeks, if you rebiopsy the muscle, you'll see that each individual muscle cell has more mitochondria than it did previously, and they're more active. And what we've been learning now and studying in the world of health in regards to degenerative diseases, which is basically a kind name for getting old, um, getting old is oftentimes a result of decreases in our mitochondrial function. They start to slow down. They start to become lethargic and not produce as much energy. And as the energy 
availability, as the electricity basically in our body goes down, we can't run our maintenance systems as easily. So bones don't turn over as quickly and we are prone to low bone density. Our muscles don't get built as quickly. So we lose muscle mass. The energy in our brain starts to dwindle. So we can't clear amyloid plaques as efficiently. So we're at higher risk for Alzheimer's and cognitive declines. And it's true in every single system. So focusing on mitochondrial health becomes incredibly important as a concept in staying well when you're young and having adequate energy and also helping to stave off aspects related to aging. Mitochondria are really, really interesting um, organelle, and we're going to talk a little bit more about them in, in the rest of the show, and we're going to be talking about some lifestyle things, and we're also going to be talking about some specific nutrients that are really, really helpful for the mitochondria. One of the most interesting facts about the mitochondria has to do with, um, well, let me introduce my special guest, and then we'll talk about some other interesting facts about the mitochondria that are just neat to kind of listen to. Today, got a great special guest on. Um, his name is Anthony Thomas. He's a PhD. He earned his BA in nutrition, food science, and dietetics from California State University, Northridge, and his doctorate in nutritional biology from the University of California at Davis, and conducted postdoctoral research at the University of California at Los Angeles, Larry Hillblum Islet Research Center. His primary research interests, both via preclinical and clinical studies, have focused on the influence of dietary and lifestyle factors, for example, physical activity, circadian disruption, on the pathogenesis of chronic cardiovascular and metabolic diseases, which include things like obesity, insulin resistance syndrome, and type 2 diabetes. He's authored and co-authored multiple peer-reviewed scientific manuscripts and has served as a referee with relevant expertise in the fields of nutrition, obesity, and diabetes from multiple scientific journals. Dr. Thomas, thank you for being on the show with us today. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, I mean, I kind of did my intro on mitochondria, and I'm sure you have a few other things to share. What I was going to talk about with one of the interesting facts is that there is some theories about that mitochondria were actually uh, de descendants of bacteria that learned to live synergistically with ourselves, and we allowed them sort of into our cellular matrix, these sort of prehistoric bacterial-like organs or these bacteria-like beings into our cell to be able to help us produce energy. Have you ever heard a theory like that? I have, yes. I think that is the, the current uh, hypothesis that most people uh, believe from an evolutionary standpoint. Yeah, and what's interesting, what we do know, and the reason why I bring it up, it's not just like a, a cool fact. It actually relates to health. What we do understand is that antibiotic therapy seems to create damage to mitochondria, and that is something that has been clearly studied. When you take antibiotics, long courses, too many courses, you can actually injure the mitochondria and decrease their efficacy at producing energy for your cells. And that becomes important because we know how overused antibiotics are in our culture, and there's now starting to be more attention on dialing back antibiotic usage, although you know, the focus, unfortunately, it, it's put on the healthcare field and telling doctors don't prescribe, don't prescribe because we're coming up resi with resistance, which is important. However, due to the way the political system in our country works, the biggest cause of antibiotic resistance has everything to do with agricultural meat farming. So animals, right. raising animals, that's where 80% of the antibiotics that the United States purchases and manufactures a year is used in producing animals, which is totally unnecessary. 
and um, a horrible practice, yet the policy and government policy and the FDA and USDA or the people who regulate it have done very little to crack down on that industry and really more looking, focusing on the health industry. But it's important to consider because you want to be prudent about using antibiotics because they can damage this incredibly important cellular organ that is responsible for producing energy. There's also a great um, nutrient called N-acetylcysteine, which has shown some preliminary research where if you take that during a course of antibiotic, you actually protect your mitochondria from some damage. So something to consider. So Dr. Thomas, share with us what you know about mitochondria and, and some of what they do and how they work and any information that you want to share with the listeners. Okay, Kevin. Well, I think you did a really good job introducing it, um, speaking to organelles. I think, uh, you know, if, in general, I think most people have heard of mitochondria, although they probably haven't heard of those other organelles you've mentioned. Mitochondria get a lot of attention because they're commonly referred to as the, the powerhouse of the cell. They, they generate um, cellular energy in the form of uh, ATP. And this is critical, of course, for all cellular function, functions and, and the vitality of the cell. So without, without proper energy production, uh, the cell will eventually die. So, so it's critical to maintain, as you said, mitochondrial function because this is critical for cell survival. And, and as, we, as we age, our mitochondria don't, don't quite function as well. And um, one reason for that is, is, uh, is because of... Uh, an essential nutrient that's derived from a vitamin in our body. And this cofactor for multiple metabolic reactions is called uh, nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. I, I know that's a mouthful. So we, we typically just refer to it by its abbreviation, NAD. And um, <clears throat> now within the mitochondria, there's a, um, a series of protein complexes that work together that move electrons. They're called the electron transport chain. And, and these essentially are responsible for generation of cellular energy. And the cell needs to basically transport electrons to these proteins and movement of, of, of electrons across these proteins um, help drive the mechanism that, that creates cellular energy. But where does the cell get these electrons? Well, now we come back to this, this essential cofactor, NAD. Um, NAD has a cofactor for multiple enzymes in the breakdown of, of energy substrates. So I'm, I'm speaking about uh, carbohydrates and fatty acids derived from dietary fat and amino acids derived from proteins. And in a series of, of, of metabolic reactions, NAD is gains two electrons. It accepts two electrons in, in the reaction. And, it's, and in essence, it's, that's called a reduction. So gaining of electrons is called a reduction. So NAD is reduced. And now we now refer to that as NADH. And this, this new metabolite now works as a cofactor for that electron transport chain, donating the electrons that it has accepted from another metabolic reaction to help drive the energy production within the mitochondria. Now, this is referred to as uh, anaerobic or I'm sorry, aerobic respiration, so meaning with air, um, whereas anaerobic uh, respiration is generation of energy w without when oxygen is limiting. And that, that favors uh, utilization of, of carbohydrate, but aerobic respiration in the mitochondria is, is great for um, uh, burning of fatty acids for energy, which creates more energy within the cell. And so as we age, production of this, this cofactor, NAD, is actually reduced 
naturally. And so levels in the cell drop precipitously. And as you can imagine, um, this perturbs mitochondrial function. And so we find that when the mitochondria are dysfunctional, the cell becomes dysfunctional. And then, of course, you see on a tissue level, so brain, skeletal muscle, uh, liver, you see the, the entire organ starting to become dysfunctional. And so they're really critical that something so small within the cell can, can ultimately lead to, to whole tissue dysfunction. And, of course, all the tissues in our body work together. So then you see the effects of um, a dysfunctional organism, and, and, and then you see metabolic dysfunction. And that's what we typically see when the doctor tells us uh, there's issues with uh, levels of different metabolites in our body. So our lipids are, are too high, our blood sugar starts creeping up, and, and this is, is causing problems in our body, and, and we don't function as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, definitely mitochondrial dysfunction is becoming more understood and more correlated with conditions of chronic uh, disease uh, related to lifestyle. So these are things oftentimes related to aging and issues that happens as we get older. That electron transport chain that you described is really an interesting process. It's almost like an assembly line. In that assembly line, the body basically uh, builds these ATP molecules. Now, um, we're going to spend a fair amount of the show today talking about the nicotinamide uh, riboside and because it is an exciting nutrient that many people don't really know much about. When we come back from the break, what I'd love uh, to do, Dr. Thomas, is talk a little bit about just briefly maybe a few other nutrients that are important for mitochondria, and then we can really start getting into some of the exciting research that we're seeing with um, this NAD supplement and what it can do for us as far as mitochondrial support, energy levels, and basically boosting the available energy reserves and supporting what we oftentimes refer to as the powerhouse of every single one of our cells. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be picking this up. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living, and we'll be back right after these words. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCTs. FitFood provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega-oils. 
The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Are you under a lot of stress at work? Pressure from the boss, budget cuts, impossible workloads? It can all take a serious toll on your health. But we can help. Village Green Apothecary has everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. A wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 45 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Pissero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. Don't forget to tune in next week. My wonderful co-host, Dana Lake, will be returning. Just want to mention real quick, we're sponsored by the Village Green Apothecary here in, right here in Bethesda, Maryland. They've been a cornerstone of health and wellness in the community for over 40 years. They're having their big May sale, which is 30% of all their Pathway products, which is their uh, Village Green brand and 25% off other select uh, doctor brands, things like Thorns, Imogen, Metagenics, Nordic Naturals, Designs for Health, Pure Encapsulations, Innate, and Life Extension. So if you're looking to stock up on some products or try something new, now through the end of May is a great time to stop into the Village Green and take advantage of their great prices. So today we've been talking with Dr. Anthony Thomas. He earned his BA in Nutrition from California State University, Northridge, and his doctorate in nutritional biology from the University of California at Davis. He's been involved with uh, multiple research projects specifically related to um, influence of dietary and lifestyle factors as it relates to chronic cardiovascular metabolic disease like obesity, insulin resistance, and type 2 diabetes. In the last first segment, we've been talking about the mitochondria, sort of the focus of our show today, because the mitochondria are such important pieces of feeling well. We talked about them being the uh, primary energy producers in our cells. They produce something called ATP, adenotriphosphate, which most of our cells use to make energy. They, uh, they, it's a, a ATP, a triphosphate, so it's a molecule with three phosphates, and what cells do is they cleave one phosphate off to form ADP, which is a diphosphate, so tri-3, di-2, and when that one phosphate gets cleaved off, it releases a burst of energy. And so our body has these ATPs floating around all of its cells, and when it needs to run a react, cleaves off a phosphate, and boom, some energy is released. There's not too many other ways. There are some other ways through anaerobic respiration, which Dr. Thomas talked briefly about in the last segment, where our body can derive energy, but anaerobic uh, energy production through oxygen and the mitochondria's uh, utilization of this electron transport chain to produce ATP is really one of the most key. It is the most key source of energy for our system. So, of course, the focus of today's show is what can I do for my mitochondria? How can we help out our mitochondria? Well, we're going to be talking in the next segment of the show, probably the next two segments, about this exciting nutrient called nicotinamide riboside. Um, in this segment, we're going to sort of discuss, at least at the beginning here, some of the other nutrients that you may have heard of or may not have heard of and other ways that we can support mitochondrial function. So, 
Dr. Thomas, from a nutrient standpoint, what are some other nutrients that we can discuss that may be really important for mitochondrial function? Well, of course, just proper nutritional status in general, so vitamins, minerals um, are always important maintaining proper, proper status. So, of course, people should always look at their lifestyle and their diets and uh, try to identify any gaps where they might be taking in insufficient amounts of micronutrients, which is pretty common across uh, the U.S., and, and then decide if, if there's need for supplementation there. But there are a number of um, nutrients that are now sold as dietary supplements that are thought to be very um, important for supporting mitochondrial function. Uh, probably the best well-known one is, is a compound called coenzyme Q10 or ubiquinone. And uh, many people uh, take this uh, to support uh, energy production, and, and it also... Uh, in its reduced form, so it accepts electrons, just as that other compound we talked about earlier, NAD, and it and it goes back and forth between gaining and and, and accepting elect or gaining electrons and donating electrons, and that property actually uh, is is the reason it functions within what we mentioned earlier, the electron transport chain, which is with a process within mitochondria in which ATP is generated. So, coenzyme Q10 um, is critical in the function of that process. And so that is a very important nutrient to support mitochondrial function, particularly um, as we age because our body just produces less of it. Uh, something else I think people should, should know is that um, a very common uh, pharmaceutical use in this country, statins, to help lower uh, the body's production of cholesterol, uh, it also inhibits your body's ability to produce coenzyme Q10. So in that instance, um, supplementation would be warranted. So naturally, as we age, our body produces less, or with certain medications like mm-hmm. statins, uh, it interferes with our bodies to produce it. And so this can naturally lead to uh, mitochondrial dysfunction and, of course, reduced energy production within the cell and then reduced function uh, of the cell. Yeah, it's re- actually really yeah, it's yeah. really interesting because, you know, we know that um, it's, it's really interesting, the whole statin tie-in. I mean, it's this drug that inhibits uh, an enzyme called the HMG-CoA reductase enzyme, which is the enzyme in the liver that manufactures cholesterol. Well, that enzyme also has a role in manufacturing CoQ10, correct? Absolutely, yeah. yes. I mean, rarely does anything in our body happen in, 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 a, in a singularity. There, there's always a, a connection and, and usually some redundancy in the processes. So right. that enzyme, of course, is important. It, the product of that enzyme reaction is is not just for cholesterol uh, right. production, but, but formation of other important molecules and, and coenzyme Q10 being a very important one. So right, which is so, that, would, that would make sense. Yeah, which is so interesting because the body doesn't do things for no reason. There's a method to everything it does. So, you know, there's CoQ10 we know has this incredibly important role in the electron transport chain. It also carries some antioxidant activity. It makes sense that the body would almost package it with cholesterol as a way to reduce the oxidative stress on cholesterol. But, you know, I mean, when you see some of the side effects associated with statin drugs, one of the most common ones often have to do with muscle aches and algas. So you can start mm-hmm. to get sore muscles. Well, we know that muscles produce so much, uh, utilize a ton of ATP, right? And yeah. you need the CoQ10. And oftentimes people that are having difficulty tolerating the statin, they're maybe having some low-level muscle aches as a result of starting the medication, can get some relief of that when they start taking CoQ10. 
And the yeah. other thing that's really a, an interesting tie-in is that CoQ10 is known to be one of the most important nutrients for the heart, right? So, I mean, you can. Oh, even, yeah. there's been great studies on people with congestive heart failure where high doses of CoQ10 can actually significantly improve heart function in things like congestive heart failure where the heart muscle is really struggling, which makes sense because CoQ10 produces ATP. ATP is necessary for muscles to function and fire. And our heart is the hardest working muscle in the body, working nonstop every day, 24-7, continuously. And so, right. so it, it needs its energy. It needs its energy supply, and so it needs functioning mitochondria to generate that. That's right. And so here we give a drug like a statin to bring cholesterol levels down, which in certain people with risk factors and and cardiovascular disease that's already established, lowering cholesterol levels will help and may help to reduce plaques. But we're giving a drug that's reducing cholesterol to aid the heart, but it's also inhibiting the production of one of the most important nutrients also necessary to support the heart. So the take-home message here is that if your heart is, if your condition is in enough distress that you need a statin medication to support your heart, you better take CoQ10 as well, right? I, I absolutely think so. In fact, statin use in general is actually associated with, there's a term called statin-induced diastolic dysfunction. So as you mentioned, here you are taking statins to reduce um, cholesterol levels in, in circulation and, and, and a means to protect the heart, yet it directly causing dysfunction of the heart. And, and one reason is because of that reduced coenzyme Q10. So yeah. absolutely, it makes sense to use a supplemental source to help, to help offset that, that reduction in production in the body. So Absolutely. And then, um, okay, so there's a few other nutrients. I think, um, what, what's the, there's uh, PQQ. Tell us about, that's a, another little known one that's really important for this electron transport chain that people don't know quite as much about. Right, so that one's been recognized for having some antioxidant um, functions within the cell, and, and generally things that that um, reduce uh, exposure to oxidative stress. I think you mentioned N-acetylcysteine earlier being protective mm-hmm. of mitochondrial function, and that's one one way, way it does that is by supporting your body's natural production of of an endogenous antioxidant, the primary one actually called glutathione, mm-hmm. and. Uh, PQQ, I think, is associated with improving glutathione status, but also um, another concept you mentioned, and uh, if your uh, listeners remember, was called uh, the formation of new mitochondria. It's called mitochondrial biogenesis. And so when mitochondria um, aren't functioning uh, well or they're placed under stress, like you said, with exercise, uh, the demand on the mitochondria to produce more energy is high. And so there's stress created within the cell, and in response to that stress, they, they can, there's a generation of new mitochondria so, and more efficient mitochondria. Um, hmm. and, and that way, you'll be more efficient at producing uh, the energy and subsequent stressor uh, of exercise. Now, PQQ has been shown in, in research to promote mitochondrial biogenesis, um, so kind of acting similar to how exercise would promote uh, formation of new efficient mitochondria. PQQ may also help uh, facilitate that process and with the, with the thought that you'll have more efficient and better functioning mitochondria, so um, improved cellular function as well. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, sure. and I, yeah go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say, so we talked about CoQ10, we talked about PQQ, acetyl-L-carnitine is another nutrient that helps to bring fatty acids into the mitochondria, which is an important part right. of making 
ATP and supporting mitochondrial function. I mean, we talked a little bit about exercise. Can you um, speak to any of the most important lifestyle factors that support mitochondrial health and mitochondrial biogenesis and function? Sure. Well, as you mentioned from my bio, this is this is kind of some of my background is looking at, the, at at not just diet with my background in nutrition, but other lifestyle factors. So our sleep wake cycle um, it's kind of a uh, a term I know, I'm not sure many people have heard, circadian disruption. So um, we, we have a 24-hour day, and within that day, we have a, a half the day is light, half the day is dark. And while all organisms on this planet have adapted to that light-dark cycle, and um, so many processes in, in our body, including the most metabolic uh, processes, are, are governed by that. And, and so now in modern societies, uh, we, we at least, from uh, from my reading of the scientific literature, most people would complain of, of not getting as much sleep and their sleep quality is reduced. And of course, we're exposed to um, an excess amount of light during during the nighttime. And this can actually perturb many of our metabolic processes, including the, the function of mitochondria. Now, of course, one of the most common things we think of is, is is what we term overnutrition or excess calorie consumption and uh, and sedentarism, uh, which is is really promoted in our modern lifestyle. So very energy dense processed foods, uh, convenient foods that are readily available, and uh, you know many of us are very busy on the go. So um, having that convenience is very attractive, and then of course uh, not being uh, active. We were we've we've evolved, and we think I think everybody understands that that exercise is is uh, good for your health, but even be beyond exercise, I'm just saying general daily physical activity, so standing, walking, moving, uh, we do less of that now. Many jobs, uh, including my own, uh, you know, are, are behind a desk for, for long extended periods, and, and really that's not good for our health. Um, so I think a lot of people may read tips here and there where they should get up every uh, half hour, hour, kind of move around, walk around. Uh, you see people use standing desks things like this, and, and while you're probably uh, doing those things aren't going to uh, get you to, to have the physique of a fitness model on the magazine, but, but it actually can, can really, really um, help your, your health. And, and again, one way all of these things do that, either negative or the positive, is by, is by influencing how the mitochondria function and how, how your body handles all of that um, energy coming into the system. And in reality, I'd say... We, we haven't evolved as a species to, to have chronic energy coming into the system. And most people uh, would say that we've adapted really to the opposite, which is long periods without food being available. So um, extended fasting periods and, and, and the body has become very protective of those energy stores. So, you know, a lot of people that have, carry excess body fat, that's, you know, the storage form of energy in our body. Um, it's, it's, it's very difficult for them to, to lose weight and sustain that weight loss. And, and one reason is that is our biology really doesn't favor that. It really is very protective of those stores. And um, it's almost as if it's, it's anticipating a period where food is not going to come into the system. The, pro- the problem, and of course, in our current society is food is, is chronically coming in the system uh, too much, actually, over too, too long a period within a 24-hour day. So restricting that food intake... Uh, you know, probably to 12 hours or less, particularly during that, that light when the sun is out and when we're active and restricting food intake, particularly uh, prior to going to sleep, 
And then, of course, being active daily, and again, this doesn't, doesn't mean going to the gym and, and running on treadmill per se. I think that's help, healthy, of course. <laughs> and, and, um, and then, of course, getting, getting that good quality sleep and, and adequate amount of sleep, too. So all of, all of these things uh, come together to influence our health. It's, it's, not, it's not just what we eat, and it's not, not just exercise. I think they all, they all need to come together really to uh, support optimal health. Yeah, that's a really great point, Dr. Thomas. And it is interesting. I mean, weight loss, people are so obsessed with weight loss in our culture. And, you know, it is difficult for many people to achieve the weight loss goals that they want. And there are so many different factors. And we're learning so much more about metabolism and how the body works. And luckily, you know, we have moved so far past just the standard calories in, calories out types of equations. And we're learning more Mm -hmm. about um, the physiology of, of, of food restriction and exercise and really trying to understand and unlock the keys of metabolism and physiology to help people learn how to get to a better ideal body weight. And I, I think we could definitely schedule a time to have an entire show just on weight loss and maintenance of weight loss and metabolism and, and things like that. So um, I'll talk to the producer and see if we can get you on for that one because I think it'd be something everyone would be interested in. When we come back from oh, the break, definitely. it was a great a great discussion. Thank you for bringing those issues up. When we come back from the break, let's talk a little bit more about the nicotinamide riboside, that specific nutrient, because everybody knows a lot about CoQ10 and acetyl-L-carnitine, and some people may have even heard of PQQ, but not many people have heard of this NADH. And I think one of the problems with creating a supplement that actually can supply that aspect of the mitochondria is that there's there's issues with stability and how to manufacture it and um, basically to get it right so that you can deliver the nutrient in a way where it can be absorbed orally, integrated into the bloodstream, and um, transferred to the mitochondria so it can actually take part in that ATP production along the electron transport chain. So when we come back from the break, let's pick up the conversation there. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, and we're going to be back right after these words. Solgar number seven can help you feel the difference. Solgar number seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301 530 
800-920-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m., bringing you the best information related to health and wellness. We've been doing it for like eight or nine years now, and I love doing the radio show, so please, everybody, keep the positive feedback coming. We love hearing from you. We love hearing how useful the show is, and hopefully today is no exception. Um, Just want to make a quick mention, the Village Green is our show sponsor, and they are uh, having their big May sale. It's 30% off of all Pathway products. Pathway is the Village Green brand and 25% off of other select brands. Really uh, great brands like Thorns, Imogen, Metagenics, Nordic Naturals, Designs for Health, Pure Encapsulations, Innate, and Life Extension. So stop on in if you need to stock up on any supplements or are looking to try something new. Today we've been talking about mitochondrial function, which is really quite an interesting topic. And I hope you guys are all learning something. Um, We're talking about nutrients. We're talking about supplements. We're talking about lifestyle, all ways to support mitochondrial function. Um, We have on the phone with us today, special guest, Dr. Anthony Thomas. He's a PhD, earned his BA in nutrition uh, at the University of California in Northbridge and his doctorate from UC Davis. And uh, in this segment, um, Dr. Thomas, I'd love to talk a little bit more about a nutrient we discussed at the beginning part of the show, which is this nicotinamide riboside, which is, again, something people probably haven't heard of all that much. And you talked about it. It's a little bit about its role in the mitochondria. So maybe you can just briefly review that and then maybe talk about why this particular formulation in the supplement versus just using, this is a derivative of vitamin B3. Why not just use niacin or nicotinamide? And then I'd love for you to share with us what some of the, um, you know, human clinical trials have been showing relating to supplementation, oral supplementation with this nutrient. Okay. Well, uh, why don't we start with uh, uh, NAD, a compound we were speaking about earlier and how how critical it is to uh, mitochondrial function and and cellular energy production. And vitamin B3, um, the most common forms you see in dietary supplements are niacin and nicotinamide. And they're essentially precursors to that essential enzyme cofactor, NAD, uh, for the cell to use. Now, um, uh, uh, nicotinamide riboside, and I'll, I'll just refer to it as NR uh, for short. I mean, that's a na- that's all that's a naturally occurring metabolite of, of vitamin B3. So it also serves as a as a precursor to this this important compound NAD in the cell. Now, the difference between uh, NR versus either niacin or, or nicotinamide is, is where 
um, it enters the uh, enzymatic pathway for the for the production of NAD within cells, and and many of these pathways have what we call a rate limiting enzyme, or they're basically like the gatekeeper. Meaning, if you just supply more of uh, the substrate precursor, it doesn't guarantee that you'll uh, guarantee more product from the uh, from the reaction because this gatekeeper basically um, keeps the process regulated. Now, niacin and nicotinamide, they come into this pathway before that gatekeeper enzyme. So it's restricted how much NAD can be produced from those precursors. Right. It's Whereas, like a... Uh, it's like a it's like a merge lane on the beltway. I mean, you got five yeah. lanes going down to two lanes, right? You got all this traffic. And then after that little merge, that little bottleneck, like an hourglass bottleneck, it opens back up again into five lanes. If you dump a right. bunch of trying to get as many cars through that bottleneck, you dump a bunch in before the bottleneck. It's just you can only get so much through, right? Versus and that's where the other B3 comes in is sort of before that little hourglass bottleneck and the nicotinamide riboside comes in on the other side where the lanes open up, right? Absolutely. I think that's a perfect analogy where, where basically we can refer to this as a, as, as a metabolic bottleneck. Yes. And so nicotinamide riboside, NR, it bypasses this metabolic uh, bottleneck. That way, um, it, it's the most efficient precursor currently available to raise cellular NAD levels. And um, another important consideration that, that I would mention, too, is I'm not sure how many people are familiar with a, a set of enzymes in the, in the cell that have gained um, recognition in, in recent past called sirtuins, uh, or SIRT for short. And one in particular, SIRT1, has gained a lot of recognition in, in the uh, longevity community. Uh, it's, it's associated with um, increased lifespan in, in various animals. And it gained a lot of popularity because a compound called resveratrol from red wine was thought to positively influence the activity of this enzyme and thus have a lot of metabolic health benefits. Well, that enzyme is actually responsive to the, the rate-limiting cofactor for that enzyme is in NAD. Mm. And so if NAD is limiting in the cell, then that enzyme activity will be down. And, and um it actually regulates many functions within the cell, including uh, mitochondrial function and, and stress response, and it antagonizes inflammation to, to, to make sure the health, the, the health of the cell is maintained. And whereas NAD, this, uh, NR promotes NAD production, um, niacin and nicotinamide, they, again, they're not efficient precursors, but also nicotinamide, which... Niacin is eventually converted to nicotinamide in, in, the, in the pathway leading to production of NAD. Well, nicotinamide actually is a direct inhibitor of this enzyme, CERT1. And so many of the metabolic health benefits that we've been seeing in research um, from supplementation with nicotinamide riboside it is mediated by this enzyme, CERT1. It's by promoting the activity of it. So um, if you take in high amounts of nicotinamide, though, you're going you're gonna to at least acutely reduce the activity of this enzyme until um, that nicotinamide will eventually bypass that rate-limiting enzyme and get converted or removed from the system. So very, very different just because they come into this pathway at different spots. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that, that alone can, can explain the difference between the efficacy, whereas one will be quite efficacious at increasing cellular NAD levels and one, one hasn't been shown to increase NAD levels in the cell. So, 
Yeah, well, it's, it's a goal I mean, to we, raise NAD. Yeah, we're learning. NR is your thing. Yeah, I mean, we're getting um, more advanced in our ability to understand the biochemistry and to develop nutrients that that support it. I mean, you know, nutrient therapy can be incredibly powerful, and a lot of people think about nutrients and they think, well, because it's not a pharmaceutical, it doesn't really have the ability to significantly influence the cell or cell biology. And what we know, based on our research, is exactly the opposite. When nutrients are used um, specifically, they're used in the right doses, in the right forms, and for the right reasons, they can promote profound influences on cellular biology. And because they are natural and recognized by the body, it doesn't mean that they can't have side effects, but typically side effect profiles are much lower because they're working to support the pathways already established within the body rather than what pharmaceuticals do, which is more of manipulation of pathways. And as we nip- manipulate right. one pathway, like we talked about in the example of the statin drugs, we shut down this enzyme that produces cholesterol in the liver, but it also ends up uh, influencing production of another important nutrient like CoQ10. And that happens across the board with most pharmaceuticals. You see those issues come up much less when using nutrients, because if the body doesn't need extra, it has inborn ways of shutting down the utilization of those nutrients, um, because that's how the body typically works. So really interesting, um, you know, insights and any, this nicotinamide riboside seems like it's got some really interesting applications. Let's talk about, um, we understand the physiology a little bit more. Now we've identified that it is a really important nutrient for mitochondrial function. What are some of the, the clinical trials showing us particularly, are there, are there human clinical trials or is it mostly in animal models? I mean, you know, we really like to see clinical trials that have been done in humans, because although animal trials are interesting, a lot of what we see in animal trials, about 80% of it doesn't always translate to humans. So where are we at with looking at this actually in people and not just in textbooks? Well, at present, there has been one human clinical trial completed, um, and and I've been told um, that there's multiple clinical trials in process right now. Um, The company is spending quite a bit of money to, to support the clinical trials, and one reason for that is because there's been um, quite a bit of preclinical work, so in, in, in say rodent models, and it's been it's shown very high uh, um, potential to improve health in those models. And so now they're moving into the, the humans. And and in in the in the completed clinical study, they did a, it was a single dose study, and then they they measured uh, they collected peripheral white blood cells, and then they measured cellular NAD at, at various time points post-ingestion of, of nicotinamide riboside, and of course evaluated the safety and, 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 and tolerance of, of the supplement. And it was shown to be um, safe, no adverse effects, and, and it did in fact significantly uh, lease, uh, increase uh, cellular NAD levels um, with, with as little as a 100 milligram dose. It, it raised it on average, uh, approximately 33% above pre-dose levels, the peak average increase. So that's quite a bit. Again, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a regulated process, so it's not as if you just keep taking in more and more. You can, you can continuously drive that level up. Um, the body has other, other means to regulate it other than production, but uh, in reality, that clinical um, really helps support proof of concept because if you look back at many animal studies, and, and they've shown that NR supplementation can reduce DNA damage, improve mitochondrial function in, in, in mice with, say, a, a genetic a mitochondrial pathology. Um, they put rodents on uh, these very high-fat diets to promote obesity development and metabolic dysfunction, and, and 
And by supplementation with NR at the same time, they've shown reduced weight gain by increasing energy expenditure of, of the animals. And, and in doing so, they've improved insulin sensitivity. They've re- reduced elevations in total and LDL cholesterol. And they've also preserved cognitive function in, in uh, animal models of neurodegeneration, um, which is obviously com- commonly seen in, a- seen in aging. And so all of these wonderful benefits, they've, they've tried to parse out how it's doing that, and one way of doing that is it is, in fact, raising levels of NAD within the cell, and by doing so, you're seeing increased activity of that enzyme I mentioned, CERT1, which exerts many metabolic uh, benefits within the cell. Basically, in general, I guess I would say it really promotes oxidative energy metabolism or fat burning um, in liver and skeletal muscle. It promotes the release of fatty acids from, from your, your body stores and your fat tissue. So because these are energy-rich substrates, and, and your body, it basically is kind of mimicking low energy status to the cell. Um, so, you know, times when uh, the NAD levels rise within the cell could be due to um, caloric restriction or fasting and, and exercise, all, all things that we think of as being healthy. Well, th- this actually promotes that independent of those things, it increases cellular NAD levels. And so in that way, it almost acts as a caloric restriction mimetic. And by doing so, it's basically encouraging the cell to be more efficient at at burning calories to generate energy. And so by doing so, it really is important for supporting that mitochondrial function because that, again, as you mentioned earlier in the show, that's that's the cellular organelle responsible for generating uh, the vast majority of cellular energy. So if you can't do that, um, the cell doesn't function quite well. So we've seen a lot of health benefits in these, in these uh, rodent studies. We have a human clinical done showing proof of concept that it does, in fact, significantly increase cellular NAD levels, and they are now conducting um, various studies um, on the functional benefits. So uh, does, it, does, it, does it result in, in these health benefits uh, are basically confirming, like, does raising cellular NAD ameliorate some of these um, these metabolic dysfunctions associated, say, with obesity or, right. or, or conditions such as diabetes. And so I think uh, we'll have to wait and see what the results show, but I think everyone is, is eagerly awaiting in t- anticipation to see how, just how, how, uh, how helpful this, this compound might be in, in, a, in a variety of different conditions associated with mitochondrial dysfunction. And again, that's associated not just with aging, but most uh, pathologies uh, with poor lifestyle. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for that summary, Dr. Thomas. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be summing up our conversation around mitochondria, the nutrients and lifestyle things to support them, and touching on any last-minute points related to the conversation. Thank you so much for sharing that. So we'll be back right after these words. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with The Essentials of Healthy Living. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. 
Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes, and flexible joints, plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals. Committed to the planet. Committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village. Green Apothecary. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530- 0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I'm your host for today, Dr. Kevin Pacero. We're just winding the show down. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, you've learned a lot about your mitochondria and learned about some ways to support them. Um, we've had uh, Dr. Anthony Thomas on the phone with us today, educating us about mitochondria and some of the nutrients to support ATP production and energy production. So we've only got about three or four minutes left, Dr. Thomas. What kind of um, closing thoughts do you have about nicotinamide riboside in relation to using it, in relation to mitochondrial function? Like what might somebody expect to feel or what kind of person might be interested in trying something like this? Why don't you just give us a little bit of a summary based on all the research you've done and everything? Okay. Well, I think, I think most people in our modern society could likely benefit from this. Uh, like we said, if, if uh, you, you, you have a job that, that promotes being sedentary, seated for long periods, uh, you don't often have time to exercise. You're not always eating the best. Um, and I, I think that's uh you know, we, we, we talk about this obesity pandemic globally, not just in this country, but that's, that generally means, you know, we're, we're consuming too much energy and we're not expending enough. And, and this can have a lot of uh, potential benefits in that context. And, of course, with aging, we mentioned, when your body naturally produces less uh, of, this, of this compound NAD within, within the nicotinamide riboside being the most efficient precursor, you brought up a very good point previously saying um, how sometimes these foreign compounds to the body, pharmaceuticals, um, different herbal extracts that, we, that are available as dietary supplements, that's not part of the body's normal 
biology and physiologic processes. So they can, they can influence um, your metabolism, but they're generally not part of, of uh, your, your normal metabolism, at, at least as we think about it. I mean, historically we have consumed these things. But nicotinamide riboside is a compound, it's a metabolite that's, that's naturally produced in our body and in the bodies of other organisms as well. And, and so it plays into your normal biology. It's, it's, it actually influences processes that, that, are, that are normally occurring. So this isn't some random antioxidant derived from a plant. This is a naturally occurring metabolite. And, um, and just a reminder, because we did um, speak to a, a completed human clinical trial, uh, the dose, the effective dose shown to increase cellular NAD levels was as low as 100 milligrams. And that is the that is the clinically substantiated dose that we use in our jar formulas products. So um, people can can rest assured that they are get, getting a dose that's been clinically shown to increase cellular NAD levels. And as I mentioned, all the health benefits that have been observed in in, in the uh, in the rodent studies were predicated primarily on increasing cellular NAD levels and in turn activating that enzyme uh, CERT1, which which again nicotinamide. Uh, can actually inhibit the activity of that enzyme when it's in, when it's present in high amounts, as you'd see from supplementation. Um, it's always, of course, important to maintain your nutrient status because these processes are, are regulated in your body. But again, this nicotinamide riboside, it, it it comes in past that gatekeeper enzyme and it's very efficient in increasing cellular NAD levels. And those levels become limiting uh, when we have uh, excess calories coming in the system mm-hmm. and. Uh, and other other conditions that are, are not favorable to our health. So this really helps bypass that, and, and I think it can have a lot of benefit for, for a lot of people, actually. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Thomas, for being on the show with us today and sharing all that information. I, I think there's few conversations that are more important than looking at mitochondria and mitochondrial health. I know, I mean, nicotinamide, nicotinamide riboside is what we've been talking about. There aren't many... There's a patented ingredient in the nutraceutical world called niagen, and there's really not many companies out there that have um, acquired that raw material niagen for production into the mainstream supplement industry. Uh, Jaro Formulas is a company that um, really specializes in making very high-quality products at very, very good price points, and they have acquired um, the niagen raw material, which is the nicotinamide riboside that we've been discussing. And niagen is what all of the clinical trials we've been talking about in the rodents and the one human clinical trial are related to. So if you're mm-hmm. learning about the product and what we, something we've said today interests you and you're looking at supporting your mitochondria, um, you know, the Jaro brand nicotinamide riboside is going to be, it's going to be one of the few that you can find on the market that delivers a high quality standardized dose of the patented ingredient, um, which is optimal for absorption, bioavailability, and the one that showed in human clinical trials to increase the amount of NAD in white blood cells, meaning that we know it's increasing NAD levels in the cells, so supporting mitochondria. So thank you, Dr. Thomas. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living, wishing you all the best of health. Until next time, take care. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. 
Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. 